0: The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates.
1: You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead Podcast, brought to you by the Hartford.
0: Welcome back to the Small Biz Ahead Podcast. This episode is going to touch on a sticky subject for a lot of small business owners, so... I'm pretty much going to let Jean do all the talking here today. <laughs> this is like letting
2: people go, right?
0: This is all about how to cope as a small business owner when you have to let an employee go. Mm. Um, I would think it's harder for the employee than the small business owner. But since we actually do this podcast for small business owners, we're going to focus on what it's like for you to have to let someone go. And you'll get some tips from Jean along the way. We'll be right back after we hear
2: from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property, liability, and workers' compensation insurance. Check out The Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. So we've done
0: a podcast before, which we'll link to in the show notes on how to fire an employee. Yeah. Very early on, we did this podcast. Yes. But... Always a
2: topic we're talking about. Yeah. Again. And it's funny to talk about that topic now, you know, Elizabeth, where like, I mean, we're all busy trying to find good employees. Let yeah. alone, I mean, like, you got to be in a pretty bad situation if you got to let somebody go. Um, you know, particularly this is not like a recession where you're cutting back. Um, it's gotta be, uh, it's gotta be a tough situation, but well, it hired, happens. People they're you know, the wrong
0: person yep. or, or whatever. They're not Your working out. Changing. You
2: feel that they're not, not good in the workplace. Um, they're not, you know, they're disappointing you. You can do better. I mean, our people are our biggest assets. So let's, um, um, you know, we want to make sure that we're having the best assets possible in our business.
0: So we really want to focus in this episode on how does the employer cope with this? So, mm. I would think the first step you're going to do, and we, we covered this in the last episode, is, you, you know, you're going to talk to your attorney and figure out, like, what you can say, what you can't say, what kind of package you'd need to give the person. Sure. But then, when it comes right down to it, like you're the one who's gonna have to sit there, look them in the eye. Right. In your case, for your business, you probably Skype them.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> now we do looking in the eye, but I have a lot of clients that go through this as well. And so, for starters, um, this is what I've learned from clients that have, that have been through this many times, and they do it. Um, the right way, number one is you absolutely want to take the high road. you know I mean, the last thing you want to do yeah. is you want to leave anything animosity between you and the employee. I think it's important that you um um you end things on amicable terms, and i've also i found I don't care what city you live, whether it's Hartford, Connecticut or Los Angeles, California. It's a small world. yeah, you know you're gonna be bumping into either that employee or people that know that employee or family it's going to happen again. And you just don't want to have to cringe when that time you know comes along. So again, you want to take it off. It doesn't necessarily mean that the employee is going to take the high road or act best, you know, in the best way possible. But um, you wanna be looking back years later and say to yourself, you know what? I behaved professionally in the right way and and was as nice a person as I could possibly behave yeah. no regret. So just keep that forefront in your mind when you have the impulse to reach out and strangle yeah. somebody or get really angry. <laughs> uh you try to keep that inside and 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 take the high road with your employees. So that's that's one big thing. Now some people ask me about when they um about references afterwards, like say you let that employee go, do um you know, do you give a reference afterwards? I mean, what do you think? Do you would you say you let somebody go from your department and then they're looking for a job and then their next employer asks for a reference. I think,
0: I don't want to give an it depends answer, but I'm going to give an it depends. Let's say you're letting someone go. You had to lay off some people when your company, um, you know, during the recession, I'm sure a lot of small business owners had to do that. Yep. Yep. So you might lay someone off because let's say the focus of your business changes and you know, just don't need that skill anymore. Right. But if they're a good employee, then why wouldn't you give them a good reference?
2: I agree. But what if it's the other way around? What if you did what let if it's them go? the other then, way You around. know, I was coming with that question. I mean, you, know, yeah. you did, and it was—you know—you gave—you uh, gave that employee. So, my my point of view on this is. Um, is that I, I try to think about my fellow business owner. Yeah. And I, I don't think I wouldn't want somebody doing that to me. So have you been asked to give? Yeah, advice? I have. It's happened to me numerous times where I've been asked to give. I've had people that we parted ways with because they just just wasn't working out or they weren't good. And uh, I've got actually somebody working for me right now that, <laughs> the oh, no. thoughts crossed my mind. Um, and when it comes time to give um a reference, um I first of all I act cowardly. I, I I avoid giving the reference. I try not to even respond to the request. But if I'm cornered and I have to do it because, you know, people sometimes people can be persistent, um, I will I will never give like I bad reference. I've never had to give a bad reference, but I'll give a pretty lukewarm reference that you can read. Yeah. You can read what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And uh, it's certainly not glowing. And, what about uh, just saying and I keep it short and sweet. I can't give a reference for you? It's a great, you know, it's a good answer. And and I think that that's fine. What, I, what I've at least tried to do is um, give a, a short and sweet, well, you know, this is what this person did good, you know, but we had problems you know, with this area and just leave it like that. Yeah. You know? okay. And then you can make the decisions um, based on that. So references are, um, are definitely important. Now, some other issues when you let people go, just, you know, cause the, these things come up. Sometimes there are family members that work in a company. So how do you handle a situation where you're, you you want to let mom go, but the daughter is also working there. Do you, you know, how would you handle that? Go. <laughs> uh,
0: this is why I'm not a small business owner and I work for a large company and I don't have to worry about these things. Because that
2: happens a lot. If you are running a small business, um, I have a lot of clients. I don't personally, but I have a lot of clients where, I don't know, I mean, you, you, when you find good employees... You know, the best source of new employees is you ask your existing employees. Yeah. And a lot of times, existing employees will be like, oh, well, my, my son does this or my yeah. whatever. And Cousin. Then even, yeah. yeah. So, for, first of all, for starters, try not to let yourself get in that situation. You know, I, I, I really think that, that hiring family members is a slippery slope. Yeah, I think it's usually a bad idea. It's, it usually, but sometimes you don't have a choice, man. And, like, you know, it's hard to find good people. And this person's willing to come in and they can drive in together. And maybe you do have the, 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 the dad that's looking after the kid. And so, there, yeah. there's benefits to that, you know, but if you have to fire one without the other, um, it's, you know, it, it's never an easy thing to do. I have found now we, we can go in all different ways, but a lot of times it's the younger person that gets fired, I don't know why that is like, you know, dad's doing fine. He's been the long-term employee, but the the daughter who was hired to work, you know, in the warehouse isn't working out. And so what do you, you know? What do you do that? Whenever that's happened, um, I've seen clients actually discuss it with the other family member, depending on the relationship. If they're cousins, that's a different First. story. Believe it or not. Yeah. it's they, they brought the family members into the conversation. I think that's that one, makes sense. It's one of the advantages of running a small business is that you don't have to deal with corporate bureaucracy and rules and whatever. You can just, you know what, let me just bring in dad and yeah. daughter into the office and let's talk about them. It's not, you know what I mean? This is the problem that we're having. Can we find a way to work this out? Yeah. you know what I mean? And at least that way there's no surprises. So if in the end you got to let I'm sure
0: if it's the parent in there, like if you were working with one of your kids at someone else's company and they were doing a bad job, you'd probably already know, right? Absolutely
2: right. Absolutely right. So I, from that standpoint, I've seen people, you know, get the family involved, you know, that way. Now, if it's the other way around, that's sort of a different story. Like what if it's the dad that's off on a bender and the daughter's doing well? (laughs) Um, I actually, I don't think I've ever actually seen that situation, Hmm. but that, that doesn't mean it couldn't happen. I just haven't seen it. Now, having said that, if there are more distant relatives, like cousins, no, they're all separate. They're, yeah, you know, you treat them, you treat them completely separately. So those are some of the issues when you're, you know, when you're letting, you know, an employee go. The other thing to consider also is um, if the employee was a popular employee in your company, how do you, um, you know, how do you communicate that to the rest of the staff? Because that's also, uh, you know, a potential issue. Yeah. What I have found is that um, even for the most popular employees, if they're being let go, none of the staff is is likely surprised.
0: Really, the okay. fact that they're being yeah. let go.
2: You know, I mean, there's, you know, if they're popular, people know them, and they probably know what they're up to or their antics, whatever they might be. And um, so I, you know, I, I don't think any communication to the rest of the staff is warranted in any way. Um, I, you know, it's it's, it's between you and the former employee, and it's that person's business. And if they want to tell their friends and they got they can do that. Yeah. But it's it, you, you can keep that completely separate. You got to do what you got to do, and you got a business to run. And in the end, whatever emotions that you feel about your employees letting them go and whatever. you got a business to run and it's not about that employee. It's about everybody else in your company that depends on your company for their livelihoods. Yeah, So that's what you always have to keep in the forefront of your mind.
0: Yeah. I think that's actually really good advice to think this isn't about me. This is about everyone else. I that's have right. to do this. And if you are on the up and up and you have some grace when you're taking care of this then you can look back and be like you know what i made the right decision
2: that's right and you know what even if it's a, an emotional decision sometimes people they it's personal like i don't like this guy i don't know what it is there's something about this guy i don't like and i i just think we have to part whatever even if you can't even justify the fact that you don't like the person and it's making that unpleasant for you to come to your job and yeah. run your company uh then that's affects everybody else because everybody else the employee wants you to be you know productive and enjoying yeah. and running the company well so Don't feel bad about it. You got to make, you got to do what you got to do. And that's why you get paid the big bucks. We'll be right back with Gene's
1: Word of Brilliance. Coming up. Would you like for your next major business purchase to be paid for by credit card rewards points? Learn how you might be able to do that in Small Biz Ahead's new ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Business Credit Cards. In this free ebook, you'll learn how you can rack up rewards points for your next major business purchase or personal vacation how you can use business credit cards so they won't affect your personal credit, and even how to keep employees from using their work credit cards for personal use. Just head over to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to get your free ebook today.
2: Okay, we're back with Gene's Word of Brilliance. Oh yeah, mine, mine's a fun one today. My Word of Brilliance, Elizabeth, is Windows 95. What? right windows 95 i mean come on this is 2018 well for all of you people like me who are in your 40s and 50s and maybe i guess older who actually remember windows 95 and the excitement of windows 95 i think when the when microsoft introduced windows 95 the rolling stones had, was part of their launch party because you see they had a state elizabeth wow. they had a start button so you get it Mick jaggers son start me up you know that was the whole <laughs> get it right it was a, anyway it was a big deal and wait and what year was that techni- it's Windows 95. Oh my okay, God. Right. So anyway, here's the thing though. Windows 95 is long gone for the most part. That's a good thing. But you know what? If you're nostalgic and you would like to get a copy of Windows 95, this developer, now I found this and I wrote about it recently, but it's on a, a site called Soft Tonic and it's a developer. This guy, his name is Felix Riceberg. He developed... Um, a version of Windows 95 that you can download onto your PC. Why would anyone (laughs) want to do that? Because it's fun, because you can you can go back to all the old, you know, all your days. Oh, it's I can so fun. think about the days when I had hair, when my kids were younger, <laughs> when I had energy, when I was actually good in sports, you know, and play a little mind a little word pad, you know, kind of like get some enjoyment out of that. And then close the window, you know, close it down and then go back to work That's as well. So, so funny. Windows 95 still lives for anybody that wants to give it a shot and still use it if for anything nostalgic purposes. Nice. That's my word of the day.
0: All right. We'll be back in a couple days with our next episode. And this is an interesting question. Can your small business actually function without you day-to-day, Gene?
2: Oh boy, we've had this conversation before. <laughs> Let's go.
0: Let's go. We'll be back in a couple days with our next episode. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Gene for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.
0: On this topic of letting people go, I wasn't a business owner, but I did have to let someone go. And I remember my boss was like, oh, I'll do it for you if you don't want to do it. And I was like, no, 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 she works for me. I'll take care of it. And I, and I did it and I felt terrible at the time, but looking back now, I'm really glad I didn't let that other person do that for me. I would still look back on it. It's been like six or seven years at this point. And just feel like awful that I let someone else handle that like sticky situation for me. I mean, I'm glad I did. It was terrible at the time. I felt really bad about it. But looking back, like you just always want to be thinking like, am I doing the right thing? Yeah.
2: I-, I found that a way a lot of times in life that looking back on things um, I've made, I've done some really regrettable things in my life. No crimes committed, but things that like <laughs> I look back and um, I I, you know, I cringe when I think about that. And I've had some of my business life and some of my personal life. And you just, you don't want to be yeah. in that situation. You know, I worked at a summer camp in England once when I was in college. And then to be with my girlfriend, who is now my wife, I realized it was a mistake working at this camp. So I actually made up a story that my father had a heart attack oh and I had to God. leave. That is one of the most regrettable things in my life. It was a YMCA camp in Southampton, England. And I remember the camp had started. I was like the head of the boys camp. And I just bailed on them. I was like 18 years old. And to this day, I, you know, I say, when I, when I strike it rich one day, I'm going to make a donation to that camp or something. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, you know, you, and the reason why I bring that up is because, I don't know, you want to live your life and your business life trying to avoid having situations where you look back, in my case years later, you know, decades later. And I still cringe when I think about it. You don't want to do that, you know, so you got to write that wrong, Gene. Yeah, you want to run, I will write that wrong. But you want to run your business with the same, you know, with the same mindset.